and welcome to today's episode of the Ladies Best Life podcast. I am super excited for this one today because it's our 30th podcast episode. Ah! Now, the reason why that's exciting is because one, 30 episodes and we're going strong and people are listening more and more, which is amazing, which means that we're helping more and more people across the globe. But also, 30 is a special number to me because I turned 30 in December. And I thought it would be really interesting for me to share some kind of thoughts about the number 30 and what it meant for me. Um, and yeah, I'm sure you will enjoy it. Now, I've reflected on this recently and what I've kind of come to realize is that throughout my 20s, I found myself people pleasing a lot, kind of just going along with the um, with the crowd, not really sure who I was, where I was going, what I stood for, what my values were. And what this meant is I kind of climbed a lot of trees that then I, once I did give myself the time to sit back and reflect and think about, is this right for me? I then realized actually a lot of these trees that I'd climbed weren't right for me. One of them being um, buying a mortgage with my ex or buying a house with my ex, so getting a mortgage and accumulating lots of things. And then realizing that, shit, like these things don't mean anything to me. You know, I am so for like a simple life. I am definitely a person who wants to just strip things back to basics. Sure, have some nice things, but I didn't need a, a huge four bed house. I didn't need a fancy car. And I realized that and it took for me to take a moment away to sit back, to reflect, to realize that actually I was climbing the wrong trees of life. And do you know what? I think this will be something that happens throughout people's lives. And sometimes they don't even realize, but there'll be this feeling of something's just off. You know, something doesn't feel right. And I wanted to speak to you about that because if we continue on our life of people pleasing, so everyone else comes before ourselves of, you know, just saying yes to things. If we're not really sure what's congruent to us, we'll end up feeling pretty flat, unfulfilled and, uh, underwhelmed, I suppose, and even in some respects, overwhelmed. So we really want to make sure that we are doing life right for us. There is no rule book, guys. There is no right and wrong. There's societal norms. There's expectations. But you have got the pen. You've got the pen of your life. The, the pages are blank and they're up to you to write. So I think it's very exciting. Now, I'm learning about who I am in my 30s. I'm learning about what I stand for, my values, what makes me happy, what doesn't. And this has probably been the most free that I think I've ever felt. I live on my own. I'm fully independent. I have got some amazing friends around me. Whereas what I found over in my 20s is, you know, when I was in a relationship, I wouldn't have many friends. I'd kind of lose myself. I'd get stuck in this rut and, you know, be, be just pleasing this other person. And now I've realized that actually that's not how I want to do my life anymore. I want to live life surrounded by people who fucking care. I want to surround myself with people who make me feel light. And I want to be diverse. I want to be around and I want to be reaching out into different people and connecting with new people. That's how I want to live my life now. And as life happens, you know, I might change my mind again. And that's okay. That's probably the biggest thing that I've learned since turning 30. And I suppose towards just before that, is you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to say no to shit that other people would absolutely die for. You're allowed to 
sample something, even if it's something as serious as buying a house, you're allowed to sample that and go, oh, you know what? This doesn't feel right for me now. So I'm, I'm actually going to go back and say, no, thank you. As adults, we put ourselves under so much pressure to stick to the things, to not turn around. You can't change your mind. You've got to do it and, you know, oh, have some marriage counseling or whatever people would recommend. Sometimes you have to stick to your gut. Yeah. And that's something that I've realized that gut, that intuition, that knowing we all have, but we don't have it when we're people pleasing, following the expectations and norms of society and also worrying too much about what other people think. So in order to go down this route of freedom, if you like, we do have to start addressing and not even just addressing, but yes, addressing what our own needs are, but also going, am I prepared to go against the tide here? Am I prepared to potentially have some kickback here? You know, because following our gut and our intuition is something that requires bravery. It's something that requires you to sometimes go, I stand for this and everyone else is going to think I'm fucking mad, but I'm okay for that because I know that it's only me who needs to understand me. And sometimes you don't even need to understand the complete complexities of a situation. Sometimes you just need to understand that it feels right and you don't know whether it will be right or will be wrong, but actually it can feel right. And that is... That's one thing that I really would love for you followers to start to listen to. It's that intuition, that inner voice, that guidance, you know, and a lot of the time we're so busy doing everything for everyone else and working and um, soothing ourselves with alcohol that actually we forget that that voice is there and we forget to listen to it. So I urge you from this kind of, I don't know, an ounce of wisdom from today's podcast Think about it. When was the last time you checked in with yourself? And the three areas, the three questions that I want you to ask yourself. One, what makes me feel light and what makes me feel heavy? Could be friendship groups. It could be partner. It could be certain places. It could be career. It could be um, just certain people that you've connected with, like random coffee shop owners. Think about the people that like drain your energy and then think about people who raise your energy. And it's not even just people, it's circumstances as well. All right. Let's be really clear on that. That's probably one of the best ways, one of the easiest ways that I found to start to listen to that intuition. The next one is what are my passions? What you know, gives me that kind of warm, fuzzy feeling that gets me really excited. This could be something. So my two main passions, or let's go three. So first one is helping women across the world to live their best life, to accept themselves, to learn to trust themselves, to feel confident, to live a life of freedom. You know, I want to help women to break away from societal norms. I want to help you to stand into your power, to feel and look your absolute best. Like it's a, it's a broad spectrum of what I'm here to do. That's one. The next one, I'm passionate about eating out, guys. <laughs> Like literally, I love eating out. I love going out. And I would never tell any of my clients, you need to stop eating out. You need to stop enjoying yourself. You need to make sure you choose the salad. No, life is for living. We need to enjoy it. Sure, like we're going to have to be a little bit savvy with a few things here and there, but that's okay because we know that. You know, and life is all about compromise. It's all about balance or trying to get some level of synergy. Now, you know, if you look at the differences there between my passions, one is 
I'm here on this planet to serve. I'm here on this planet to help people. I'm here on this planet to spread my wisdom and, 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 uh, and experience and expertise to help women be their best. Then the next passion is food. I love going out for food. I love the whole experience of it. And then finally, movement and exercise. I love, I'm so passionate about it. I believe that my body is a an object, if you like, oh, that sounds a bit weird, but you know, my body is something that I can constantly understand and listen to and learn from and push and, you know, um, respect. Like there's all these different words that come into my mind when I think about my physical body, but my passion is seeing what it can do, you know, seeing, okay, if I've been poorly, how fast can it recover? If I do the right things, then it's training side of things. You know, I ran 5k in 29 minutes last week. I can't wait till I can do it in 27. You know, that's a passion of mine because I think that we all have access to this incredible thing, but a lot of us don't really treat it that well. So then we can't really get much out of it. And a lot of people actually just fall victim to it. They just surrender. Like if they get a serious illness or something that they've got to live with for the rest of their life, they fall victim to it. And they forget that when you're self-soothing yourself with alcohol or takeaways and stuff that actually is not too good for your body, you're like doubling down on making it feel shit. So how can we double down on the stuff that your your physical being is going to benefit from and then still allow stuff like the takeaways and the Netflix binge to come in to help your mind sometimes? So that's the second question is what are your passions? Because when we start to become aware of our passions, we can do that alongside work. We can add it into our life. We can remove certain things out of our life to allow more space for passion. You know, if we can live a more passionate life, that's going to be such a gateway to a happier, more fulfilled life, right? And then the final question I want to ask you today, how can we eliminate the maybes? How can we eliminate the, oh, I'm just not sure. This is something that I got asked probably a month into my thirties and the kind of way it was phrased is the yeses and the no's don't kill us. If it's a yes or a no, we know, right? If it's, um, do I want to be my partner? Fuck yes. Or do I want to be in this career? No. You know, whatever it could be, they don't kill us. Yeses or no's, sometimes they can be hard, challenging and, you know, throw a massive curveball at us. But it's the maybes that kill us. It's the maybes that make us stay in relationships that don't serve us because maybe we're just following the societal path that we should be in a relationship and married and 2.5 children and two dogs and blah, blah, blah. But if we could eliminate that maybe, if it's a yes or a no, we're in or we're out. But if it's a maybe, we have to find that courage to reach a decision, to get to a yes, to get to a no. And sure, you will have to give yourself some time depending on what the decision is around. You will have to give yourself a bit of headspace here. And that's okay. But you can't do that if you're not giving yourself headspace, if you're not taking the time out, if you're not meeting your own needs. How will you ever have the kind of mental capacity to think about, is this aligned with what I want? Is this how I want my life to be in 10 years time? The maybes are the things that wipe us out, that take years from our life. You're either in or you're out. Give yourself the time to create and to make that decision. Because trust me, if we can live a life of yes or no, that think about the energy that we'll save. Think about the conviction that we'll have. 
Think about the way we'll feel, that self-trust, that confidence. It'll be through the roof. And like I said earlier, not everyone needs to understand. Only you need to understand what's right for you. And I'm not asking you to go and be bullshit or um, inconsiderate or anything like that. But you are the only person who's responsible for how you feel, for how you show up to life, for the decisions that you make, the life circumstances that you're in. You're the only person who can look after that. Because when you're a people pleaser, you're looking after everybody else being over-responsible. So you're under-responsible for yourself. So that means that you actually give part of your life away. And they are the biggest lessons that I've had so far in my 30s. They're the kind of realizations that I've come to is that actually I spent a lot of my life people pleasing, following norms and going down these societal trends. It's only been as I've started to have the courage to step away from that, to actually question and ask myself better questions on what it is that I want from my life and how I want to live my life. Because I have no idea how long I'm on this planet and I am so fucking dead certain that I'm going to be living my best life. I'm going to have shit days. I'm going to have challenging conversations. I'm going to be sometimes wishing it could all be easier. That's part of life. It's not all about rainbows, daffodils, and unicorns. It's about embracing the challenges, knowing that you are choosing the challenges, knowing that you can step into your power in those moments of challenge, in those moments where your fucking back is against the wall. That is what makes you you. That is where your characteristics and your your character as a whole really comes to light. So I urge you today to take time to find out what your passion is, to take time to think about what you want from your life, because this is a gift. And the moment that we can really start to respect that is the moment that our life starts to fly. Have an incredible day team. Speak to you very soon.